Hello and welcome to the Raw Central podcast from rawcentral.co.uk. I'm Lydia Starbuck, desk editor. I am Monique Blocks, the assistant editor. And I'm Brittany Barger, the deputy editor. And this is a special Royal Central podcast. Um, this week, the Royal News has been dominated by one story and one story only, the Duke of yeah. York. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. So we're recording on November the 21st, um, just about 12 hours after an unexpected and unprecedented statement from the Duke of York in which he said he was going to step down for the foreseeable future from all public duties. That decision has been taken with the backing of the Queen. And of course, it follows on from an interview he gave at the weekend to BBC Two's Newsnight programme, in which he discussed his relationship with Jeffrey Epstein, convicted sex offender, and yep. a long-time acquaintance of the Duke of York. Now, we should say at this point, before we go any further, the Duke of York has, on multiple occasions, denied any wrongdoing. He's denied all of the allegations that have been made against him. But he's now in this situation where he has had to step back. Were you surprised by his decision to step back? I was, only because I thought he was too proud to make the decision on his own. But I also don't think that he did make that decision. I think it was forced mm. from the Queen. And that's what I think everyone was hoping would happen because the whole situation had just gotten completely out of hand. And I think it's best for the royal family that he takes a step back. Um, and I also wouldn't be surprised if Philip didn't have a few uh, few words for his yeah. son. in the <laughs> Yeah, perhaps Charles as well. <laughs> the UK papers here today are reporting... Um, across the board, that this decision was taken by the Queen, but that there had been input from the Prince of Wales. He's currently in New Zealand on a tour with the Duchess of Cornwall, but Prince Charles was involved in telephone conversations with his mother and his brother as Mm. this major decision was made. Um, The timing was perhaps a surprise, but it did feel inevitable, didn't it, really? Once it was made, it felt that there was no other option. Yeah, it was a bit of an awkward day to announce it, I guess. It was a the Queen and Prince Philip's anniversary, but anniversaries don't matter at this point. And uh, it was good to see um, the Queen immediately after the announcement. So I guess timing-wise that worked out. Yeah, I think the timing of it was very interesting because the statement was Mm -hmm. released um, here in the UK, kind of tea time on uh, Wednesday the 20th of November. Within 20 minutes of that going public, the Queen had left Buckingham Palace for a long planned engagement. She was at Chatham House presenting an award to Sir David Attenborough. And it felt to me... It was her taking control of the situation. This statement was released. I'm stepping back with the blessing of the Queen, with the backing of the Queen. And who's in front of the cameras? There's the Queen. She didn't put anyone else in the firing line. She stood there. The first person you saw was the head of the House of Windsor. Yeah, exactly. And there was nothing on her face to give anything away. She was there. She was stable. It was just life goes on. And that's always been the attitude of the House of Windsor, hasn't it? The keep calm and carry on mentality. It's been very difficult over the last four days in particular. Should we go back to the interview? It was broadcast in the UK at nine o'clock on Saturday, the 16th of November. By 10 o'clock, you could say that Prince Andrew's (laughs) royal career probably was well and truly over. The interview itself was, it was difficult to watch, actually, for many different reasons. Mm. But what came out of it in the reviews in the UK papers here, and I think talking to people, was his absolute lack of remorse for having spent so much time with Jeffrey Epstein and his complete lack of empathy for the victims as well and um yeah it's I was glad to see at the bottom of his statement that he added in some words for the victims because that was completely missing from the interview yeah the 
the last paragraph of his statement was what he should have said during yeah. that interview. Yeah. I think if he had said that during the interview, the interview would have been seen in a lot more of a positive light. Mm-hmm. But when you ask, you know, do you have sympathy, you know, brush it off, that's not good. I mean, and it made it difficult as well, didn't it? Because he refused to acknowledge that the relationship he had with Jeffrey Epstein was a negative thing. He kept underlining how he felt he had learned from it and made good contacts from it. As you said, the victims were were almost forgotten. And what he was focusing on was his usefulness. (laughs) Yeah, saving his own skin. (laughs) Because that is exactly what it felt like to me, because... Uh, he he looked like a robot with the excessive blinking and the surprised looks and the complete lack of empathy, to me anyway. He did not do himself any favors whatsoever in that interview. From the body language, you know, to his actual answers, it was it was just a interview was a disaster. Let's just be honest. It just feels a very strange moment for him to actually sit down and do an interview, which made things a hundred times worse for him than they had been before. Not to mention, too, that this interview aired while his while the Prince of Wales is on a big tour in New Zealand. So it completely yeah. is taking, took away from Charles and Camilla's tour and things that they're doing because all everybody's talking about is Prince Andrew. No, no one's talking about what you know, the Duchess of Cornwall did in New Zealand or or the Prince of Wales. You know, royal tours are supposed to be these big things, positive coverage, and now it's just at the bottom of the newspaper, a little you know, a little part paragraph. And I mean, we're guilty of it too. I mean, we've got had a lot of Andrew stories, and not problem is that those are the big stories. And that's the thing, isn't it? As soon as the interview had aired, it it became immediately apparent, not just that there was a very negative response to the Duke of York, but it it was going to have an impact on the royal family. I mean, we know that organisations involved in pitch at the palace had started to say they didn't want to be involved anymore. And it went from being accusations against Prince Andrew to the whole ethos of the royal family coming under the spotlight. They're there to do good works. They're there to smile and wave. They're there to be public figureheads. And that was being questioned from all sides. And it and it all goes back to the Duke of York's fault that that was going on. Because it seemed, yeah, it, there's a, obviously a very personal decision been made by him to give this interview. It, he wasn't he wasn't forced into it. it. You know, we know that he was willing to do the interview. It seems like um, they're digging up his entire past. <laughs> and it's inevitable, isn't it? Because he's put yeah. it all out there. He's he's yeah. talked about when his relationship with Jeffrey Epstein started, and then other people are saying, well, there were letters sent to newspapers prior to that with different dates it it puts all of it out there for discussion again and obviously it's going to have an impact on his family on his daughters because now you can't really see Beatrice or Eugenie ever taking on a full-time public role as a as a working girl I even think that um perhaps Beatrice's wedding which was I guess not going to be a major event anyway but I can definitely see her scaling it down some more to prevent further attention to it yes because although this statement just focused on his public duties and public engagement there's now discussion about whether that's actually going to extend to all royal appearances will we see Andrew on the balcony at Trooping the Colour again maybe not the coming year but perhaps when this dies down a little bit he might reappear but I 
I don't think anybody honestly wants to see him on mm. the ballot for trooping. I mean, going forward, he's de- he's denied all the allegations. He's repeatedly denied the allegations. He's in this statement extended sympathy to people who were victims of Jeffrey Epstein. But for me, that phrase in the statement, foreseeable future, I don't see that being anything under other than decades. I personally feel this is the end of Prince Andrew's public life. Oh, yeah, I agree. I don't see how how he can come back after this with a straight face. I just, I don't see it. I agree. This is just, this is done, everything that's happened has just done too much damage to him, to the royal family. And I I think that he's basically, like like you said, retired. I'm done with public life, so he's retired. This is a way for him to just kind of like bow out without things getting even worse with even more accusations and i'm not even talking about epstein you know epstein it's the, the things that are coming out that he reportedly said um that was insulting mm. to african-americans or middle easterners i think this is just a good way for him to be done it is and it, it yeah. allows the royal family we all know charles wanted to slim down the monarchy anyway. yeah that's a good point i mean andrew andrew's 60 next year obviously that won't be marked in any way publicly um but yes as you said prince charles has long been an advocate of a slimmed down monarchy and really that's another reason you can't see Andrew coming back in. Going forward, what impact is this going to have long term on the royal family? Have they done enough to draw a line in the sand between them and the allegations surrounding Prince Andrew? In you know, in the short term it's going to be a tough few weeks. Going forward, mm. how will it play? It's a pretty strong statement they've made right now. But I'm not sure what we can expect, of course, in the coming weeks. I mean, uh, I know that uh, there are still some cases going on in the United States. So perhaps it will drag on a bit and that could do more damage. So I don't know. I I think uh, they've been dented, but not broken. I, like, yeah, I think that's a good way to put it. They've been dented, but not, not broken. It will be interesting to see come Christmas Day. Um, when they walk to the church, but my gut tells me that he probably won't be walking with them. But at the same time, it's a holiday, it's a family thing. They're going to church. He might be there walking with them, but you know what? What? What's going to be the reactions of the the public if they see him walking, you know, alongside the mm-hmm. rest of the royal family? I think we'll see Beatrice and Eugenie with, um, obviously, Jack. They'll be there with Eugenie. So we'll see the Yorks, but maybe, may not be Papa York walking alongside his daughters this year. It does feel, doesn't it, like the the beginning of the, the ultimate end of Andrew's royal public appearances, as you were saying, maybe in 10 years' time, depending on what happens, you may see him at the edge of a balcony at Trooping the Colour, but I think for the short term it does feel as if this is the beginning of the fade. This is where yeah. he leaves the stage. I think I read somewhere that someone said, Obviously, back in 1997, when Diana was killed in that car crash, we know that the reaction from the public to the royal family's reaction was not a very good one. And they've said that this scandal has made been as bad as that, which was obviously very hard on the monarchy. It's been equated to to that. Within 10 years, it's going to be a changing of the guard. It'll be Charles on the throne. Yeah. And I think by then, Andrew would have been more or less out anyway, because Charles wanted to slim down the monarchy. So it's uh, it's come a bit sooner than expected, and by some 
very different means. A, diff a difficult week for the royal family and one that will keep evolving over the coming days. And of course, yeah. you can find the very latest about all of that on our many social media channels. You can find us on Twitter, on Instagram, royal.central, also on Facebook. And of course, keep checking the site royalcentral.co.uk and we will have another podcast for you there in the coming days.